Hi and welcome to episode 18 of Invest in You. This podcast is for aspiring entrepreneurs or already existing entrepreneurs. We hope that you pick up something useful on the way while you're listening to this podcast. Hi, my name is Frederick Samuel. I would like to introduce today's guest briefly. His name is Rob Wilkinson. He is a business partner. He is uh, right now a director with Crowd with us. It's a crowd investment platform. He has been, and we will talk a lot about his past as a master mariner. He has been on uh, My Rising Sun, the world's biggest yacht at the time in the world. He's seen so many millionaires, billionaires passing by as guests. Uh, he's seen uh, one, at least one of the presidents, as far as I know, from America. And uh, the list of people he has picked up ideas from goes on and on and on. The reason why I wanted to ask him also about his lessons learned is he is driving uh, at the forefront of technology, working with uh, crowdfunding, which is again fintech, very topical, has got big traction from all over the world. So let's see what they've got to share on this lovely episode. Hi, and welcome to episode 18 of Invest in You. Today we are interviewing Rob Wilkinson. Hello. Hello there. Hi there. Hi. So, uh, Rob, we already know each other, but uh, for, for the audience and, and for Ivan and Charlie, who are you? Well, good evening again. Uh, Rob Wilkinson, co-founder of Crowd With Us, a property crowdfunding platform based out of the UK and uh, office in London. About me. So I spent 20 years at sea. I left school at uh, 16, got a scholarship and uh, was quite lucky. Uh, taken on by a commercial shipping company and after so many years uh, at sea university ended up working for the Saudi royal family for four years on private yachts and then transferred from there to what was at the time the world's largest privately owned yacht for the world's richest man which uh, I was there for almost 10 years that was uh, that was pretty cool yeah. And uh, the last few years of that, so I've always been in, uh, I, was, I was quite fortunate. Obviously, I have a property crowdfunding platform, and uh, so I've been into property for, for almost as long as I've been at sea. I was quite fortunate. I got paid a pretty good wage and only worked six months of the year. So the six months I was off, uh, a bit like uh, I, I know you, Frederick, we um, yeah, quite fortunate. So yep. I, I bought uh, my first property in London. And, around the age of uh, 20, 21, and slowly built up a, a portfolio and, and built my own house, started getting involved in property developments and run out uh, of uh, private investors for the developments uh, or for the investments uh, a few years ago and decided uh, to, to set up a crowdfunding platform. And that's now uh, taken over my life. And, uh, yeah, a couple of years ago, almost now, I uh, left the sea and do this full time now. Perfect. Yeah, and I know that uh, crowdfunding and, and the work around both setting up a business and also the working in the business is taking a lot of your time. So we are very grateful that we can borrow a half hour from you. That's that's awesome. That's really good. Not at all. Yeah, I'd love to hear more thoughts around what you picked up while you were working on, uh, on, the, on the yacht. You know that I've been with the Marines, so I love... love uh, that when you're at sea, you're very much concluded to the ship. Sometimes you have communication with the outside world and so on. 
Just from running the operations on the boat before we go into anything else. You've got quite a big staff on board, right? Yeah, yeah on, the, on, on the yacht we had anywhere between 50, 60, sometimes 70 people on board. Uh, the crew, and then we had guests. And some of the uh, larger commercial ships, as you know, um, cruise ships can have uh, up to uh, yeah, a couple of thousand crew plus the guests. So uh, you learn very quickly how to uh, manage teams, leadership, and how to live, and it, it's very different uh, for, for, and difficult for people ashore to comprehend because you're you're working with people all day long, and then at the end of the day, you can't uh, get in your car and drive away because yeah. you're with them all evening as well. So, so you, you learn very good coping techniques for getting on with people, and uh, yeah. Any good advice when you work twenty four seven with with your team? How how do you get your own space? Can you do that? I think you become very good at reading people as well. So you, so you quickly pick up on personalities and people that are going to clash. You don't tend to put them together too often unless there's a particular job where that's going to benefit them, uh, in which case you, you would do that. Or if they've upset you, you might do that. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, I, I used to go to the gym. That was my place. Put my headphones on and uh, just uh, kind of meditate. I think you, you can always find space or go and walk the walk with it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it would be very interesting to hear some some thoughts. Uh, you've been observing, meeting, discussing, and and uh, interacting with people from various parts of the world, and also uh, some really successful people. Would you like to share some of the lessons learned from just observing in in a, in a discreet way, though, without talking about any names? Yeah, no, no, of course. I I would say that the most successful people. Uh, I've ever met, and I've met most of the, the most successful people around at the minute. They they never stop working, but they they love they love the work they do generally, and so I think that's, that's that's something that's very important. And they're constantly and relentlessly networking. So everything they do is about uh, meeting people. We go into an anchorage, uh, for instance, on the yacht, and uh, the guests would want to know who owned all the other yachts. And if they were friends, they'd invite them over for lunch or they'd go over. If they didn't know them, we'd send an, an invitation across so they could come over. And, and, and it was a pretty, pretty interesting uh, to see and uh, be a part of. Yeah, yeah. How long are you out at sea, usually? Well, at, at sea uh, and, and on board, I think the longest trip I've ever done in, in my time at sea was 26 weeks uh, without seeing land. Um, <laughs> that, was on a, that was on a cable ship in the South China Sea. And it was a time of year when there was thick fog. So not only did I, did I, did I not see land for, for 26 weeks, but I could hardly see part of the bow of the ship. And uh, so that was pretty interesting. We used to get provisions uh, once a week from uh, from another ship. That was life we saw. I was, I was doing 12 hours on, 12 hours off for, for the whole duration with the same six people on the bridge. Yeah. So you do become a bit stir crazy. And, 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 and after that, I actually uh, went ashore from that uh, straight into Singapore, which was... Uh, yeah, pretty, yeah, uh, pretty hectic. There's, there's, there's millions of people there, so so, so that's the longest. Uh, generally, a, a trip is to ten weeks to, to three months, and uh, we're quite fortunate on the yachts. It was a lot different to to the more commercial shipping, so we generally wouldn't be very far from land, especially if we had guests on board, and you could always get off. So, um, yeah, much more, much more refined. How did the really long boat trip affect you mentally? I guess you've seen Big Brother. I don't know if you get that over in, uh, in, in Sweden. It's a terrible program, but, I, but I've always said that people that do the, the kind of jobs that, uh, that after a week they're going nuts. But you, 
Yeah. You just get used to it. You fill your time. You play silly jokes on each other. You, uh, you, you, yeah, it, it, you adapt. Humans are incredibly adaptable. Yeah. And uh, you just find you get into a routine, and one day just goes into the next. And sometimes don't notice things. But when when I left the boat after I'd done that twenty six week trip and spending time with with the same few people every day in the same routine, and I went ashore into Singapore, it wasn't until then that I, that I realized, I mean, I, I didn't, not, nothing happened, but I just thought, whoa, what's, uh, I had to take a few seconds to think what's going on here, it's yeah. a bit, bit strange. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. Uh, what's your, your favorite luxury on board? The gym. The gym. I, I, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's probably why I didn't go crazy, that's the one thing that, uh, that kept me sane, I, I have to do my exercise. So I, I honestly don't think that I could join a, join a boat without a gym. Do you still have like a gym routine? Uh, yeah, yeah. I uh, I was yeah, pretty fortunate. Most guys, I see, because it's the the only thing, or guys and girls, it's one of the only uh, breaks you have. The, the gym's normally well well used, so everyone's pretty fit. And the, the last yacht I was on, we we had uh, some pretty interesting trainers. So one of the trainers we we had that the guests used to bring out was or was Madonna's previous trainer. So I trained with them. One of my friends. Uh, on the boat is, is friends with Dorian Yates and he, he was very much into uh, into the weights as well so, so I've had some some, some pretty yeah. Yeah, he was Mr. Universe if, if you don't know so, yeah so, I know who Dorian Yates is yeah no no yeah. no even woke up here yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah I like training right, things so, yeah so, so that, that, that was but, always good by the way do you swim in the sea when when you're out with the yacht oh Yeah, yeah, quite, especially with the guests on board quite often. Uh, I mean, the, the, unfortunately, in my, in my, when I was in more junior positions, I used to jump in the water a lot more. But obviously, when, as, as I went up through the ranks, I was uh, supervising everyone else jumping in and watching them. Have. Yeah. That's something that's very important with, uh, with, with a team in, in that you, uh, you, you have to take a step back and you just make sure that uh, everyone's getting a bit of the action and, and enjoying themselves. Otherwise, uh, they go nuts. Good point. We'll probably come back to your days on board later. Moving on to what you're doing nowadays. Tell us more about Crowd With Us. Crowd With Us, we originally, as I touched on earlier, we originally set this up to fund, get more investors into our own deals, to take the model that we were doing offline, online. And we, we were doing that up until uh, what, we launched at the beginning of 2017. For the whole of 2017, we were concentrating on funding our own deals. But quite fortuitously, as as we started to, we started to build our, our platform at the end of 2014, the FCA brought the, the regulations in for in, in, in retail investment. So we we realised that we've actually got a platform that other developers can use, and so now we're um, we've decided to stop focusing on our own deals. We've still got a few in the pipeline, but we're now solely um, working with, with with developers and onboarding their deals to the platform. So you're like a piece of a puzzle, like connecting lenders and borrowers. Yes, that's exactly that. Matchmaking, uh, yeah, matching up that and investing with, with developers. Yeah. And uh, I look forward to try it out myself very soon to put yeah, a yeah. deal on the platform. Uh, <laughs> uh, for the audience's sake, uh, I have uh, recently also joined uh, Crowd with us on, on the board and helping out with some ideas there. And uh, can I say it's a great, great team. The reason why I, I decided to join was, of course, I knew Thor since before, and and also 
the strength by having different personalities in the team. And also, I can see massive growth for the business. That's kind of what pulled my interest in. And then, yeah, we'll see how that pans out. <laughs> no, it's good. It's great to have you on board. And, uh, you know, certainly an asset to the team. Yeah. So you told us about the yacht. And Dad has told me about that you buy and sell supercars. Can you tell us a bit more about that? Well, uh, yeah, that, that's... that's, that's, that's <laughs> as, uh, most guys are. So that, that's with a, a good friend of mine, and he was the uh, the brains there. Uh, I was a bit like uh, a bit like your dad in that uh, he, he had the idea, and I put the uh, the money into the deals. Yeah. So he'd literally phone me up and say, "I've got this Ferrari or this Lamborghini, and uh, can we find the money?" So, uh, <laughs> so I'd find the money. He'd uh, he'd get the cars, and and that was pretty much the deal. So we had a few interesting ones. The uh, we had the Mercedes uh, SL73 AMG. There's only two of them in the world. And on the engine, it says for, for the Royal Family of Brunei. That was a good one. That was the world's fastest car in the year 2000. And it, uh, Jeremy Clarkson's driven it around the Top Gear test track. Yeah. The Pagani Zonda. Yes. <laughs> uh, that's a, a, pretty, a pretty good one. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, and I'm, I'm supposed to be this, uh, this Sunday doing the uh, uh, London to Brighton. Yeah. And uh, Ferrari 488, which, uh, which should be Yeah, fun. I'm, I'm seriously disappointed I didn't hear about that earlier. I should, should have been your co-pilot. <laughs> uh, I, I know you mentioned the other day. That's good. Uh, yeah. Charlie yeah. was very impressed here with the Sonda as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we used to play a game when we were little and it was the only supercar we knew about. Okay, okay, okay. Excellent, excellent. I'm trying to persuade your uh, your, your dad to get one. So uh, yeah. with better luck, he'll be driving one home soon. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Good luck. That's quite quite possible. Yeah. You were talking about the gym before, but do you have any yeah. good routines or habits? I meditate. My routine in the morning is is I wake up and the first thing that I do is uh, is I meditate for about half an hour. Yeah. Uh, I do something called transcendental meditation. So it's just repeating a mantra over and over again, and then. Uh, I'm, I'm not particularly uh, religious, but I remember uh, a few a couple of years ago, I was uh, I was a bit stressed and, and things weren't going so well. It's, it's to do with uh, goals, really. But my, my wife driving to the airport, I was, I was leaving for the boat, and, and my wife, uh, who was born of a Catholic, she asked me to she said, "Can you do one thing for me for the next uh, couple of weeks?" She said, "You're not going to like it, but can you just trust me?" So I said, "Okay." She said, "I want you to pray every day." So I thought it was a bit strange. But all a all a all a prayer is really is is just putting something uh, out into the uh, into the universe. So all I do is after my twenty minute meditation every morning, I spend about ten minutes doing um, basically reaffirming my my goals and going through everything for the upcoming future. So these would be personal development, uh, family, health, and business. And uh, yeah, I do that for about ten minutes every day. And uh, it was amazing. Within a couple of weeks, uh, noticeable changes. And uh, so, so yeah, I, I, that was I, I carried on doing that. Yeah. And then, then I go to the gym most mornings. I have a I have hot water with lemon before my breakfast. I can be if I think it's an entrepreneur thing. That's uh, so much going on. Life can be quite messy, and I'm generally like to be an, like to be as organised as possible. I like to try and plan my week, upcoming week, the Sunday before, and if possible, the, the, the following day, yep. the night before. 
and uh, yeah, to try and get as much distraction, as much organisation as, as possible. And, uh, and one thing, actually, uh, in, you were talking last week, uh, Frederick, uh, I did read Eat That Frog a couple oh, of years ago, which is an excellent book, if, uh, or amazing book, if, if no one has, has, has read it. Um, it's about the worst task in your day or on your to-do list is the one you, you want to do the least, but it's the one you should do first. Yeah. And I've always done that. Uh, well, since reading the book, but yeah, no, was, you, you re-emphasized that last week by having one on your massive to-do list. Just make sure you've got one task to do in the morning and one task in the afternoon, and yep. they are your frogs, and yep. then you can carry on with everything else. Routines are great. It's good. I, yeah. I've read a little bit of that book, actually. <laughs> I didn't yeah. finish it, though, but it's good. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's very good. By the way, this is just a super random question. I just came up with it now. Uh, are you an early riser or a night owl? Both, really. I, I, I tend to, at the minute, go, go to sleep very late. Tend, tend to be working quite late on networking, and uh, I'm up at uh, five or six most morning. Yep. Yeah. So, um, okay. I tend to survive on about five hours sleep. So I have a question. So, okay. Or you can have an office anywhere in the world, basically, as long as there's internet, and that's amazing. What has been your coolest office? I like the, the mountains, so I think sitting sitting in the Alps in my chalet, looking at the piece is uh, is that's in my uh, my daily meditation. So so I've already I've been already pictured it, so it, it will happen, and uh, that's that's where I'll be working from in a few years' time. Perfect. I also like to be up mountains and stuff. Me too. So yeah. beautiful. Yeah. We were, we were I think it was uh, the summer before summer that was um before this yeah two summers ago yeah two summers ago it's called uh we were climbing sweden's highest mountain and walking around and it was really nice yep. they're both uh well snowboarder and, and skier or do you Very snowboard good. or ski oh uh, ski ski good yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> in your team dad he has these like cool olden day skis where you can like It's like flexible by the heel, so you can like walk up mountains and things, and then ride down. You probably have seen them somewhere in the world. A telemark, Norwegian style. Telemark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I still, still, still do that old school. Yeah. yeah. Skiing, climbing <laughs> mountains, really fun. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Uh, we we spoke about habits. Any super productive habits uh, that you also picked up from from the guests on the boat? You mentioned networking. Firstly, what else? Good habits. Reading, reading. They're they're, they're all um, relentless readers. Yeah, they've they've always got a book in their hands uh, and and uh, leverage. Yeah, they, they've all got a massive a massive team behind them. So uh, PAs, any any anything. I think that's something that you learn through managing people as well. That anything that you can delegate to somebody else, you shouldn't be doing yourself. Really, yeah. it's very difficult in a startup company when when you're paying all the bills. But uh, yes. further, yeah, as soon as you can, it actually. You think it's going to cost you more money, but the money that you spend doing that, you actually make. Um, yeah, you can make a lot more. So yeah. I would say that's that's a big thing as well. Should we mention to the world who we might want to hire uh, with a crowd with us, so the the universe <laughs> might bring them to us? Can do. I'm I'm uh, currently uh, looking to employ some sales staff, uh, yeah. another marketing assistant, and uh, an Alan analyst. Yeah. So again. So there we are. Sales, uh, marketing, stroke, uh, social media, and uh, analysts. So yeah, you know where to find us online. If that's of, of relevance, 
So the name of the podcast is Invest in You. What does that mean to you? Having had a few friends and uh, people that have burnt out, I think it's uh, we've already touched on it. But to me, health, health, and, uh, and well-being it, it should always be the number one, and it's often the, the most difficult and, and neglected. Yeah, as is your family. So yeah, my daily mantra is actually health, happiness, strength, success, and wealth in uh, in, in, in that order. But that's that's my uh, I've just told you my, the secret to my, my morning prayer. Um, and uh, so yeah, invest. It's all uh, all of those um, subjects. And obviously, uh, yeah, making money, which is very important to live the life that, that, that you want. I heard a rumor, or I might have been mind reading, uh, about a, a podcast. What could a podcast be about if you were about to have a podcast yourself? Well, I think we've we've uh, we've touched on, uh, on on quite a few today, but um, different different experiences. I think it's, it's it's always good to share and and, and learn from others but with regards to, to property. Yeah. Uh, we recently had some squatters to get out, something that's quite, quite an interesting one. Different uh, types of, uh, of investments that, that we've been in. But I'd like to inter- interview a lot of interesting people, yeah. as you're doing. So I, I yeah, find that a lot, it, lot easier to ask, ask the questions. It's a nice format because you can go down the route of having <laughs> just interviews or, or just you talk. Uh, you can do it on your own. You might have a co-host. Uh, I've seen and listened to quite a few variations. Uh, and the way that we do it is uh, something I find quite uh, relaxed. So sometimes it's just us. Yeah, we do both. We, we do both. And sometimes we also have guests. I would say probably have like two two thirds guests yeah. at least. And it's fantastic because just like if you're writing an article or a book, you can just basically call upon anyone and you've got a reason to ask. And, and me, many people are very generous with their time. So <laughs> just the other week we had a Grand Cardone. Uh, on and we had like four to five minutes with him, which was great. Uh, and that is going live now uh, on Monday, so you never know. Oh, I can't who, wait to hear it. Yeah, you never know who who you might interview. Uh, you very much set the the limit for yourself who you dare to to call and approach. Indeed, indeed, and I, and I think uh, I, I've just remembered uh, something else. I use Blinklist a lot, which I'm not sure if you're familiar with, but it's it's an app, and they they basically condense all the most salient points from a particular book into a 20-minute uh, really concise audio and yes. I listen to them in the gym so you can get through through 10 books a week yeah. and I think uh, interviewing people that have especially those that have experienced a lot of stuff that you that you're interested in you can, they, they're going to touch on those points so you can basically uh, learn from others experiences yeah just uh, re- recap that you say blink list yeah, Blink List, B-L-I-N-K, List. Cool. So, uh, yeah, very good. Check that out. Perfect. Uh, talk about links. What's the best way to get a hold of you, uh, you personally, and then also you mentioned the business? So the best way is uh, I'm all with social media, Rob Wilkinson, Facebook, uh, Instagram, LinkedIn, and my my email address is rob.wilkinson at crowdwithus.london, and that's probably the best one to, to get me on. Perfect. And, and also, I noticed that you're quite a uh, frequent uh, guest speaker uh, all over London, different property meetings. I think that's a great way to share knowledge. Please keep doing that. Uh, have you got any event coming up that you can recall? I've been asked to do something uh, later in the month, yeah. uh, uh, possibly. So uh, it's, not, it's not confirmed yet. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. Very good. Perfect. Uh, even Charlie, more questions about anything? 
Not really, not Not that I come up with now, but I think it was very interesting with the supercars and the yachts and, and all the good habits and the cool offices that you office that you've had. Yeah. yeah. And uh, meditation. It was interesting yeah. as well. Does it help you to relax or why do you meditate? I'm I'm a very curious person by nature. When I was younger, they said, What do you want to what what, what did you want to be? Uh, I wanted to, like a dad, be a Marine. Um, but one of the things I, I, I remember studying religious uh, education at school and learning about the Buddhist monks and their Kung Fu. And uh, like, yeah, I don't know if that's judo or, or karate, but I used to do karate. Taekwondo, yeah. yeah I've, got, uh, <laughs> I've been at like this um, event, what you call the cabaret in Swedish, and you like you can sing or dance wherever you want. Yeah. And I did like push-ups and my... Pumsas, it's called, and it is a Did pattern you? which you do in taekwondo. It's like these things the, where you fight I've with them. Dress on me right now. Like the kota in karate. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I wanted to be a Buddhist monk because I thought it was really cool. They got to do kung fu all day. Yeah. But they meditated for sometimes for up to eight hours a day, and uh, and it's something that I always fancy doing. But I, I tend to. I think, again, you mentioned earlier on about investing in yourself. You can learn stuff from reading a book, but I think it's always good to, to, to pay for a quality teacher yeah. uh, if you can afford it. And uh, so, you know, I signed up for a, for a course. A family, a family member had actually done uh, some TM, so I thought that was as good a place to, to start as any. Um, and interesting, the, the, uh, the, the Maharaj who um, started uh, TM, they, they reckon that uh, 20 minutes twice a day is the equivalent of rest for your body, and they've, they've scientifically proven this, apparently, is the equivalent of eight hours sleep in recuperation for your, for your body. And he used, to, he used to survive on about two hours sleep a night. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's incredible. They've, they've plugged people into brain scanners and, and, and stuff. And, you know, they have the, the national, they have an international meditation day, one, one day per year, and the, the world crime rate drops by about 20%. I'm not sure if that's because half the 20 percent of the world are um, are meditating instead of robbing banks, but it's uh, it's certainly food food for thought. Yeah, yeah. Can you remember where you were trying meditation quite recently? Quite recently. Yeah, yeah we yes, were Rage. we were at the spa. Oh yeah, yeah. We were at this spa place called Yasuragi, and it was really amazing. We tried meditation. Just we were not meditating. Yeah, kind of meditation and difference. It was movements. Zen meditation. Yeah. And we did uh, Qigong as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've tried that as well. Yeah. yeah. So very good. Asian culture. It's interesting. Perfect. Nice food as well. <laughs> yeah, very right. good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think we, we uh, re- reached uh, the road's end there in terms of uh, the questions I've been prepared. Uh, really awesome to have you on board, Rob. Uh, we, we, we might uh, do another one another time. Uh, yeah, no, great. Thanks for having me. Thanks, thanks a lot for, for joining us. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Goodbye. Thanks very much. Bye. So, thank you for listening to this amazing and really fun to do episode with Rob Wilkinson. I really hope that you enjoyed and picked up a few things. What I picked up was that he has got very good um, routines in the morning and everything from meditation to be able to sleep less to... Uh, working out in the gym so he is a really good guy when it comes to routines and he's worked on a really famous yacht at the time it was the world's biggest and there he uh, learned lots of cool stuff from billionaires and millionaires and he didn't go crazy on that yacht because he worked there for 10 years 
I found that was interesting that he could adapt to his environment. Thanks, Shirley. Very useful to hear your thoughts. I can just agree. Uh, it was really good to hear what uh, Rob has got to share with us as both a fellow entrepreneur and also business partner with Crow with us. It's great to get to know him even better. It's also really nice to hear where he's heading. We love five-star reviews on this podcast, so please give us one because that will help out a lot and we'll be really happy. Excellent. And by now we've got a nice backlog of other interesting people as well. This was uh, episode number 18. So that means that if you haven't heard all of them, you might want to come back to some of them and check them out. Until next time, take care. Bye-bye. Work hard. Cheers. <laughs>